Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oh my gosh. Today is the 100th episode of Mind Your Hormones podcast. I can't even believe it. I'm so honored to be on this journey with you for a year, for 100 episodes, and just... Oh, I'm, I just, I can't even believe it. I really can't believe it. So thank you so much for being here. Whether maybe this is your first episode, I'm still so happy you're here. I just am so excited that this podcast has been growing and that you're loving this content and you're sharing it with your friends and really like helping me grow and helping me show up every single week, twice a week for you and for this community. And I'm just so, 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 so grateful. So before we get into anything, I just want to send a huge thank you to you for supporting the show for the last year for sharing it with your friends, for telling me that you're vibing with it, for telling me what topics you want to hear. Like, I am seriously so grateful for you and I'm so like honored to be on this journey with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as a thank you, if we're not connected on Instagram, go ahead, head over to my Instagram at Corinne Angelica. I'm doing a giveaway for the 100th episode for a year of Mind Your Hormones podcast. All I'm giving away a free Skin Essence Organics product, which you already know I'm obsessed with this brand. I absolutely freaking love them. As a thank you, I want to honor people in this community for being a part of this community. So go head over there after this episode, enter in to win. I would love if, if, if it's you, whoever it is, anybody who just is a supporter and part of this community. I'm just so excited to share a little bit of a thank you with you for all that you have done and helped me grow this podcast for this last year. So also, what I would love to know is if you've been with me since the first episode, if you've been on this journey since I started last year, I would just love to know that. So come DM me, tell me how long you've been watching, watching, tell me how long you've been listening to the show. You could tag this episode and share it with me on Instagram and let me know. I just, I'm really, really curious. I want to send a huge thank you to you for all of you who have been with me for that long. Um, I'm just, I just love it. I'm so happy. I'm so excited to get started with today's episode, and it's going to be a little bit of a different episode today. So I was walking on the beach, and I was thinking about what I actually wanted to do for today's podcast episode. I had a whole bunch of different ideas in my head. I was going to have Chris, my fiance, come on and talk to me about actually the topic we're talking about, but I was like, you know what? I want to go in my closet like I normally do, put my headset on, talk to my girl like by myself. I just feel like that's how I really want to honor this 100th episode. But we are talking about a topic that I've gotten a lot of questions about, which is me leaving teaching. So if this is your first episode of Mind Your Hormones podcast, this isn't the normal health and hormones podcast where you're getting information on that. So for those, go back to any of the other 99 episodes. But today, it's going to be a little bit of a different episode. And I think it's going to be really cool because when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for today's episode, this topic came to mind because I would not even be 
having this podcast wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for me leaving teaching. I wouldn't have been able to do both. So that is why it's today's podcast episode. So let me give you a little background first about me leaving teaching before we get into the questions that I pulled from Instagram that you have asked me about this topic. So again, if you are new here, I was a teacher. I was a Spanish and ENL, which is English as a new language teacher for nine years. I taught in mostly in the high school, but I also taught in the elementary school for a little bit of time. And I left that teaching career of in August of 2020, about a year, a little over a year ago now. And I did that to run this business, my holistic nutrition business full time. And it, I mean, it's been completely amazing and we're going to get into all of that, but I also want to preface by saying how hard it was and how scary it actually was to do that in the middle of a pandemic. So obviously, you know, COVID happened, what, what was that? I don't know, February, March of 2020 and I left in August of 2020. So it was a huge risk. It was so scary. I mean, I cried about it probably every single day for, I don't know, months, months and months and months. I was so, it was such a difficult decision to make, but also an easy decision to make because I knew that this is what I wanted to do. It came to the point where I couldn't do both anymore because I really, really started growing the business. And we'll get more into this with the questions, but I really started growing the business during the pandemic because I was teaching from home. I had a lot more free time. Obviously we weren't doing anything. So, and I knew that I wanted to leave teaching to run this business full time. So I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity of this pandemic right now to go like head down, really like just go all in on it. And that's exactly what I did. So I knew that I wanted to leave. I had no idea how it was going to happen. I, I, I just felt like it was something I wanted to do. So it was the easiest decision knowing that at this point, when I was, you know, looking back in July of 2020, there was no way I would be able to keep the amount of clients that I had and go back to teaching full time, especially in the middle of a pandemic when everything was going to be new and different. So I had to make a choice and I wasn't about to stop taking clients. I wasn't about to slow down the business that I've worked so hard to build up and that I wanted to continue building up to just eventually leave a couple years later. Because my original plan was once Chris and I got married and have had kids, I was going to take a maternity leave for two years and then never go back. But anyway, um, it was really, really hard. It was really, really difficult. So much fear about financially securing myself, you know, teaching, if you're not familiar with the perks the teachers get, it's complete security. I was tenured. I was in an amazing school district, one of the best school districts on Long Island. I worked in West Hampton Beach High School. Again, I worked in the elementary school for a little bit. Um, That's where I ended my career. I was there for the last about seven years. The first two years, I was at leave replacements at other school districts. But West Hampton Beach School District was absolutely amazing. My coworkers were incredible. I love them. I had the best of friends there. It, I was secure. I was tenured. I literally couldn't get fired unless I hurt a child or was arrested or something like that. Like, I literally was, I was so secure. You have a scale in front of you of how much money you're going to make this year, how much money you're going to make next year, your raises, the benefits, the pension. Like, I had all of that and I was leaving all of that in the middle of a global pandemic when everything was uncertain. 
And when I look back on it now, I realize how insane it probably looked to a lot of people. And actually just recently, when I when we had some family functions, two or three people were like, wow, that was a leap. I thought you were crazy when you did that. Like, how is everything going? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure the majority of people thought I was crazy. But honestly, I did not care. What other people think thought about it literally was not even a thought in my head. I am not saying that I don't care ever what people think, but I could care less about that because I knew this was right. I knew I had to do it. So my only focus was growing the business, making sure that I was financially secure in the business before I left. So it wasn't like I just left hoping the business would grow. I grew it to a place where I felt okay financially per month where I didn't have to rely on anybody else. And of course, I had a conversation with my was boyfriend at the time, Chris, where I was like, you know, just in case if there's a slow month or whatever, like, will you be able to cover, you know, everything? And of course he said, yes, he was so supportive. Thank God the entire time, but that never had to happen. Um, so, so I did not leave until I felt that I was securing myself financially. So that was really my only focus and focusing on how I was going to tell my family. That was the hardest part for me because my dad was a union worker. He was always like, you get a job, you have benefits, you have a pension, like you're set for life. And of course, my parents want me to be safe and secure. So this was not something that they really wanted to hear. Um, so it was super, super difficult. So when we get into all like the fun stuff about it and how all the amazing aspects of it, I just want you to know that it was an extremely difficult decision. It was so scary. It was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, but it has helped me make decisions, you know, in my life that are also scary, like investing in myself, investing in the business, setting boundaries, saying no to things, just doing things outside of my comfort zone. It's made it more normal because of me leaving teaching and because of me going through that fear and that hurdle that I went through. It has just helped me build confidence in so many different ways. So it was an amazing experience, the absolute hardest experience ever, but it it obviously ended out and it turned out great, but I just don't want you to think it was always rainbows and butterflies the entire time because that's not actually how it was. So, okay, let's get into the question. So the first question, a few people asked this. They asked, how long did it take for you to leave? So I went back to nutrition school in 2016, and the reason why I went back was because I was struggling a lot with my health. I had an irregular period always, but I really did not think that was a big deal because I just thought that was normal. I thought it was just how I my body worked. My gynecologist never really made a huge deal out of it. But then I started really struggling with my digestion. I had IBS, um, irritable bowel syndrome. I had migraines and rashes, and I eventually lost my period for two years. So I was like, all right, something's clearly up. So I started doing my own research, started reading books, changing my health, doing all these things, and I saw incredible results from changing my nutrition and my lifestyle. It was unbelievable. So I said in that moment, I was like, I need to go back to school for this because this is what I love. I was never like fully obsessed with teaching. I just didn't really know what else to do because my sister was a teacher. I I was good at Spanish in high school. I really didn't know what other options there were. It was a secure job. I knew I wanted to have a family. We get off a lot on the holidays, things like that. That's honestly the reason why I got into it. So once I started seeing the benefits of nutrition and became completely obsessed with it, I went back to school in 2016. Um, October of 2016 is when I started at the Energetic Health Institute, and it was a two-year program. So I finished in 2018, um, and I started in my business. I took my first client. Her name was Joanne. I'll never forget. My first client, I took her, I think it was about 
um, September or October of 2018. And that's when I started making business cards, doing my website, like doing all that stuff that we think is so important in the beginning, which really isn't, but that's a whole other topic. And that's kind of when I started things, but I really didn't continue growing it that year. That was also the year that Chris and I met. We started dating. So I was like really focused on that, super excited about that. So I really didn't start growing the business until 2020, really, the beginning of 2020. And I'll I'll get into that in a second. So I guess it took about two years from when I started um, the business, but it really was about not even a year um, because of when I actually fully started growing it and started being like, head down, let's go. So that's kind of the timeline on that. But it actually rolls good into the next question, which Kristen asked the next question, which is, do you remember the moment you decided you would do it? And I don't believe it was fully a moment. I think it was a lot of moments over time that I just kept getting this, you know, little nudge of, okay, this is what you're doing. But the real pivotal time that I fully remember was when Chris and I, my fiance, we went to California in February of 2020. This was, and over my winter break, I was still teaching, obviously. Um, This was right before everything started with COVID, right before it. I remember talking like, should we bring a mask? Like something seems to be going on, but it wasn't anything yet. So that trip, just going to California and and being in that energy and that weather and we're such outdoorsy people. It was just like, it was such an incredible trip. And I was reading the book, Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. If you haven't read it, highly recommend it. I was reading that on this trip and I had recently invested in a business coach because I had known that year, for some reason, I had known that it was going to be my last year of teaching. I just felt it, even from the beginning of the year. I wasn't organizing my files as well after I was done with lessons because I was like, I'm not going to need it next year. I just had this gut feeling that I wasn't going to be going back. I had absolutely no freaking clue how that was going to happen, especially because I had like one client at the time, but I just had this inner knowing. And it was to the point where I was really fully checked out for, for a while, and it really wasn't fair to the kids at this point. Of course, I was teaching them and, and, you know, I was helping them obviously, but I, my energy wasn't fully invested in teaching anymore because I had started growing the business and I, I really loved that. So I was honestly miserable going to work for the majority of the 2019, 2020 school year, you know, before we were teaching from home. I remember I was crying on the way to work um, right before we shut down. March 13th was the last day that we went into school before the pandemic. I was talking to one of my best friends, at the, you know, one of my coworkers, and we were really, really close. And I was crying to her and I was like, I, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to leave. I don't want to come back. I don't know how I'm going to make that happen from now to September. Like, I just don't understand how that's going to happen, but I'm so miserable. And I believe that was on the Thursday. And then Friday happened and we never went back after that. And that's how I started growing the business was, you know, when I was off on the pandemic. But the moment, if back to the question, do you remember the moment uh, in California when I was reading Super Attractor, I remember just feeling like this is it. Like I'm leaving teaching. I know this is the right decision. It feels so right. It feels so aligned. Um, This is happening this year. I really didn't know how it was going to happen, but I feel like that was a pivotal moment for me. And I remember I always ask for signs from the universe, from God, source, whatever you want to call it from my grandparents that passed away. We have like certain signs for them. A frog is one of them. At the time, my my grandma had passed away in 2017 and she loved frogs. So whenever I like asked for a sign, I asked to see a frog. And I was reading Super Tractor. Remember, we were flying home from California. We were on the plane and 
I asked, I was like, if it is the right decision for me to leave teaching this year, again, at this time, I had like two clients, literally had two clients at the time. But I said, if if, if this is right for me to leave teaching, show me the sign of a frog within the next 24 hours. And I look up and there's a girl walking out of like walking through the aisle and she had a frog shirt on. But I, uh, but my brain, I'm like, wait, I was like, I don't know if that was actually a frog shirt. She worked, she walked really fast. Like that doesn't count. You have to show me something else again. (laughs) So we get off the plane. We're going to get our luggage. I go into the bathroom to go to the bathroom and I walk out of the stall and that same girl is standing right in front of me with this frog shirt on. Now, some of you might be listening and thinking that's completely insane, that that has nothing to do with it. It's a coincidence. I personally don't believe that. You can believe what you want. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that was a complete sign. So that was kind of the beginning of like, okay, like this is it. Let's do it. So that was really a pivotal, pivotal moment for me. Okay, I know you're loving this episode and you want to get to more of the juicy details, but I needed to pop in here quick and keep you in the loop about this because it's so freaking amazing. So obviously, as you know, we're not always perfect, right? Because we're humans. And because our hormones respond to our internal and external environment, like what we're eating, how we're working out, our stress, our toxins, all of that, will experience imbalances from time to time, which is why I believe that one of the most powerful things we could know as women is how to identify the imbalances and the signs our body gives us and how to read our period, which is communicating with you every single month, whether you know it or not, or whether you know how to read it or not. And it's still communicating with you, even if you're not getting it. That's still part of its communication, right? So on top of knowing what the imbalances are that's happening inside your body is knowing how you yourself can balance them out and support them through what you're eating and how you're living your life because things are going to happen that are going to get you out of balance. It's just what happens in life. A global pandemic, travel, work stress, arguments with your relationship, indulgences, lack of sleep, like all these different things, which is why it's so liberating and empowering to know that yes, you can't control all the outside circumstances all the time, but you can control your knowledge about your body and your hormones and how you can respond to those imbalances when they actually occur, which is why I created the eight-day experience called Know Your Flow that teaches you how to identify your imbalances and then support them naturally. So depending on when you're listening to this is going to depend on whether this program is open or not, but Know Your Flow, like I said, is an eight-day experience. It's a live program where you get to learn from me. We're really close, intimate capacity. You're in a group of other like-minded women, you are learning all this information, how to read the signs that your body is giving you, and then how to heal them naturally. Because like I said, imbalances are going to happen, but it just is what it is. It's not a big deal if you know how to catch those imbalances when there's subtle nuances and subtle changes in your body, and you know how to actually support yourself for the, for the next month moving forward. It is a big deal when we ignore these signs for a long time, and we don't know how to what to actually do to support ourselves. But but you don't have to live in that reality anymore, right? Because you could hop into Know Your Flow with all the other amazing women that are already in it, learn from me, be in closer community with me. Like, oh, I'm just so excited about it. So if you're interested in this, text me Know Your Flow to 516-430-5144. And if you're listening to this in real time, text me ASAP because you know we're going to be starting soon. Again, I don't know when you're listening to it. 
And if you're listening to this in real time, text me ASAP so we can for sure get you in because it is open right now. But again, I'm not sure when you're listening to it. So just if you're interested at all, text me Know Your Flow and I'll let you know if it's open, if we can get you in, what is going on. So now let's get back into today's juicy episode. So, okay, the next question is Kelly asked, how did you know it was time? What were the thoughts that helped you determine this? So, okay, I knew it was time, again, it's similar to what I was talking about with Kristen's question, which, by the way, thank you so much for the questions, everybody. Kristen, Kelly, thank you so much for asking. Um, how did I know it was time? I knew it was time because I knew that going back was going to negatively affect me, my fiancé, boyfriend at the time. Or were we fiancés yet? No, boyfriend at the time. Um, my The students all the people that I needed to help with their hormones and their health, I knew it was negatively going to affect them at this point because my heart was not in it. I had zero desire to go back, especially because we were teaching from home. I got really used to working from home, growing the business, putting all my time and effort into that when I wasn't you know, teaching, which was, it was such a shit show at that point. It was like, no one knew what the hell was going on because like, are we going back? Are we not going back? It was crazy. So I knew it was time because of the opportunity cost. I was like, okay, yes, I'm leaving a pension. Yes, I'm leaving benefits. Yes, I'm leaving security, which was so hard to move through that. But if I go back, I'm also leaving my happiness, my fulfillment, my alignment, helping all these women that I need to help, my moods. I'd be miserable, which would affect my relationships. Like, I'm also would not be supporting these kids. There's another teacher that actually loves it and that could do such a better job with it if I leave and they deserve, like the kids deserve that. So it really just came to a point where I was like, I know it's time because it's no longer fair to these kids and it's no longer fair to me, to everybody that I need to help, to Chris. Like it just, it, it just came to a point where I said, this is time. And again, financially, I had hit a point where I had set a marker in my head where I had to make at least the same that I was making per month that I was teaching before I left. And I hit that in, I think it was like June, um, maybe it was June. I think it was June of 2020. Um, and again, I started really diving into the business about February, March of 2020. I invested in my first business coach. I was like, let's freaking go because I'm not going back. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I knew it was time when I was thinking about going back and thinking about how negatively affected everybody else besides me would be. What are the, what's the opportunity cost? What am I giving up if I go back? What am I giving up if I don't go back? Who else is going to be positively affected if I don't go back and if I listen to my gut? And I just knew. I really, I like, I always trust my gut. I've, I've been working with energetics and the law of attraction and just my inner knowing for so long, for like a decade. I've been reading books about this. Like, I really just trust my inner knowing. It has never steered me wrong. I, I have that gut feeling. It's just a, it's just an overall knowing. I don't know how to explain it. I know everybody experiences this differently. Some people experience it in their heart, in their, in their chest, like in their gut. Some people it takes time. Like I just have an overall knowing that it was the right decision. So I just had to take one next step. It was, it was really looking at, okay, what's the next right step? I'm showing up every single day. I started showing up daily on social media. I showed up every single day giving so much value, like unapologetically saying, "Hey, let's set up a call. Let's get let's work together." Like really just like 
one step at a time. If I looked at the how and I looked at how am I going to freaking do this, I would have been paralyzed and I would have never done it. It was just about taking the next right step and knowing that it was going to work out. I knew that it was going to work out. I just didn't know how, but I trusted that the universe, source, God, energy, whatever you want to believe in, I knew that he, she, whatever, had my back. And if I just continued following my inner knowing, it would lead me there. So those were kind of the thoughts that really helped me determine and know that it was time it's just that overall knowing that overall belief and when you find that you're in alignment you feel it and there's the the only way to explain it I wish I could give you a step-by-step but you feel in alignment you follow what feels good follow what lights you up follow what what helps you what brings joy to you because when you're in that zone when you're in that energetic vibration of joy and you feel good and you just know that it's it's where you're supposed to be that is alignment and that's where you're meant to be so when you're doing things like that other things are just going to fall into place for you because energetically you attract what you are so when you're in that high energetic place this is why I'm doing a whole program on this in in November called mind your energetic so stay tuned for that but um th- this is that's what it is it's being in alignment and just trusting that it's going to pan out But obviously there's action that you need to take, but always going back to that alignment. So that was how I knew it was time. And those were the thoughts that helped me determine that. Thank you, Kelly, for that question. Okay, the next question is from Becky. And she asks, do you miss teaching? And the real quick answer to that is no. (laughs) I mean, sounds so horrible, but I truly don't miss it at all. Not one part of me misses teaching. I miss my coworkers. I miss some of the friends that I had there, but not enough for me to ever go back or to miss it. Um, I, I love teaching, but I am still teaching. I'm just teaching a different subject area in a different environment. And it's one that suits me way better that I'm way passionate about, way more passionate about, and I'm helping more people. So it's so much more fulfilling to me. And I really don't miss it at all. Like I said, I was checked out for a while. I was checked out for a a good two years, um, knowing that I, I wanted to get out of this situation, but just kind of dragging my feet on it and, and not really growing the business, not knowing what to do, kind of just like getting in that like low vibe state. And then once the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's go. I'm ready to grow it. Here we go. So yeah, I really don't miss it. I mean, teaching is one of the most difficult jobs. If you were a teacher, especially after this year of the pandemic, like I want to just jump through this phone and give you a huge hug because I know how difficult teaching is. You're their teacher. You're their mom. You're their psychiatrist. You're their psychologist. You're their therapist. You're their friend. Like, there's so many different hats that you're wearing as a teacher. All the paperwork, all the BS that comes along with it. Like, it's just such a, it's such an amazing and beautiful job as well, but it's also really difficult. So I, I mean, I have so much respect and love for all the teachers out there, especially now. Like, you have to really, really love the job to keep to keep going after it. You really, really do. It's not a job that you could just go to and just kind of half-ass through and, and, and not like. I mean, you could do it and then you're just miserable for the next 30 years. Like, you have to really love it because it is a, it's a, it's a, it's a big job and people don't get that. People think that teachers are just lazy. You teach the same thing every year. You get off a million times a year. I'm like, those teachers need the time off. Okay. So if you are a teacher, I love you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. You're changing the world. You're amazing. And the kids are so lucky to have you. Um, but for me, it just wasn't where I was meant to be. It wasn't where I could make the biggest impact in this world. Um, so I don't, I really don't miss it. 
So that was a pretty, pretty easy <laughs> answer for you, Becky. Okay, last question is from JC, and she asks, how has leaving teaching to be in alignment changed your life? Mm, JC, I love this question. I mean, it's changed everything. It's completely changed everything. Most importantly, it's changed who I am as a person and how I view my ability to do what I desire doing and to like support myself and not need to rely on anything else for fulfillment, for financial success, for security. Like again, leaving that secure position really forces you to look inward and and find security within yourself, to find that within you because I was, you know, my security, my financial security, my personal, like everything was outward. It was based off of someone else, you know, giving me a job and giving me money. And that's just, that wasn't within me, right? I was giving that control over to somebody else. So I had to take that control back and I had to find that within myself. And I had to find the confidence within myself to not only leave teaching, but then be able to sustain and scale this business so I could help as many people as possible. So I could make as much of an impact and then more income because of it. So I could support myself. So I could make way more money than I made teaching. So then I could you know, help even more people. Like I just had to completely open up my brain to a totally new way of thinking. So, so following the alignment of knowing that, okay, leaving teaching is what's best for me right now. Helping these women with nutrition, with their hormones, with their help. This is where I'm meant to be. This is where I'm going to soar. This is where I, this is what I was meant to do on this planet. I really, truly 100% believe that obviously, or I wouldn't have left such a secure job. So like following that alignment has then opened up a door of rewiring my brain around everything. I had to change my brain of an employee mindset to a CEO mindset. I had to, I had to rewire my brain around money, around security, around my abilities, around what I'm doing. I had to start you know, showcasing my life on social media. I was never on social media before this. I remember doing my first story. I was driving to work. I think it was February. I think it was February of 2020 was the first time I ever even did a story on Instagram. I was never a huge social media, social media person, but I had to change my thoughts around that. And Christina Cashman, if you were listening to this right now, you are one of the people that helped me with this because she um she's a beach body coach. We went to college together. She's amazing. Definitely go check her out. She helped me with this because I saw her crushing it. I saw her leave her nursing job for her a beach body job and she's doing that full time now and she was just showed up so well on social media and I remember talking to her about it and saying, "I'm just not a social media person." And she said, "Well, if you want to help these people, like, you know, I, I forget exactly what she said, but she kind of gave me like a little tough flaw, but also like you could do this, just start small. And that's how I started. And I just, you know, obviously continued since then, but it just really forced me to do a lot of personal development. Your business only grows as much as you grow. So I really had to dive deep. I invested in myself constantly. I've always had a business coach. I'd always been in programs. I've always been learning, continuously embodying the work, continuously learning about law of attraction and my energy and of course health and hormones and just like proving to myself that I can do this and that I am going to thrive in this. So so being in alignment with leaving teaching to run this business full time 
has allowed me to be more in alignment just in every single area of my life because how you do one thing is how you do most things. So it allowed me to really dive deep on what I truly wanted, how I wanted to show up in this world, rewiring my brain around most everything in my life, setting up boundaries differently, having to have really hard conversations with my family, like all these things that were really, really difficult. It's part of the process. It's part of the growing process. And that's what we think. We think that like things, if they're in alignment, that it's just going to be easy. Part of it is yes, but part of it is also, no, it's not always going to be easy. In order to get where you want to go, you're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable because getting out of your comfort zone is when you then grow. So you cannot grow if you're staying in your comfort zone. It's literally impossible. So that was just such an amazing experience and it's continuous and I'm always constantly growing. I'm always stepping into the fear, going through it. And if this is you right now listening and you are trying to improve your health or maybe you're trying to scale your your business, you're going to have to do things that scare you. I mean, that's just how it is. Like it's you, it, the fear was there, but I also knew it was alignment. It was aligned action through the fear. So I'm not telling you to just go into something that's scary, but you have that gut feeling that it's wrong. Listen to your inner intuition. If that inner intuition is telling you that it's right for you, take that aligned step, take that aligned action and know that the fear is going to be there. Fear is always going to be there because our brain is literally wired to protect us. So whenever you're doing anything that's scary, whether it's investing in a nutrition program to improve your hormones or investing in a business coach or leaving a job or leaving a relationship or being a mom or, you know, anything like that. And there's fear is going to be present, but that doesn't mean that it's not the right decision. That doesn't mean that it's not in alignment for you. Listen to your inner knowing. This is something else that I am always working on. I am someone that could be a very big overthinker. I'm always in my head. But when I get into my body and I really think about what I'm going to do and what my inner intuition is telling me, get quiet, do breathing, really allow myself to hear my inner thoughts and I know that it's the right decision, then I will do it even when I'm scared. Even when I'm freaking out and I'm like, holy crap, this is a huge investment in my business or holy crap, I'm leaving the security. Holy crap, I have to go talk to my dad right now and tell him that I'm leaving teaching in the middle of a pandemic, like all the steps. Oh my God, I got to then go talk to my principal. I have to send in my resignation letter or, you know, for you, I have to end this relationship. I am about to become a mom. I am joining this program. That's definitely an investment, but I know it's going to change my life. Like the fear is always there, but the inner knowing is also there letting you know that it is the right decision. So that has helped me in so many areas of my life. And I continuously practice that, um, practice what I'm preaching. And it's just opened up a huge, um, opened up everything. It really just allowed me to dive deep into me and my thoughts, my brain, and how I want to set up my life. And other areas of my life that were out of alignment. So not only was I out of alignment with teaching, I was out of alignment in a lot of other areas, even how I was running business in the first year because I was in just fight or flight mode. I was just like, let's go. I need, I'm like freaking out, right? Like I just need to survive. So I don't have to go back to teaching. So that feeling just, it's always coming back to that. Wait, is this in alignment or not? It's always asking that question and figuring your way through, just feeling your way through everything until it feels good and until you feel like, yep, this is it. And it's not always going to stay that place. We have to always continuously come back and get quiet and really ask ourselves these questions that are going to help us get more into alignment because it's going to change every aspect of your life. It has improved my relationships because I'm a happier person. I'm more fulfilled. It's improved my relationship with myself, my, I mean, so many different lives like that I've been helping on this podcast with my clients, with the community on social media. Like it's just insane to think about that, how that one decision of leaving teaching 
has not only changed my life, it's changed everybody's life around me. It's changed so many people that I don't even know and I probably will never know. It's changed their life and it's changing the future life of my future family. Like, it's just insane to think about it. So that question, JC, was such a good one and I went on a huge tangent, but that is really the end all be all. So that's kind of the the rundown of how I left teaching, how it happened. Um, I mean, there's so many other ups and downs that came with it. But in in general, it really was so difficult, but also so easy for me to make that decision. Um, And just continuously learning, going through the fear, really allowing myself to giving myself permission to do things how I feel fit for my life and then what are in alignment to me. So if you're going through something like that, you don't need this permission from me, but I'm giving you permission to give yourself permission to do what's best for you, to know that fear is always going to be there, but you just need to move through it. And what's on the other side is just more than you could have ever, ever, ever imagined. So thank you again so much for being on this journey with me, for asking these questions, for being a listener to this podcast on the 100th episode. Again, if this episode resonated with you, share it on Instagram and tag me and let me know that you've been listening, whether you're listening, this is your first episode, if you were with me from the beginning. I really want to know. I love when you message me and you tell me that you're listening and that you're loving it or just any feedback that you have over it. I want to chat with you in person because I'm by myself right now in the closet. It could get a little lonely. So you just reaching out to me really gives me the fuel to keep going, to keep creating content for you every single week. And I am not going anywhere. I'm showing up every Tuesday, every Friday. I will be here. Um, Thank you again so much. Go enter into the giveaway. I want you to win a Skin Essence Organics product as a thank you for being with me. So I love you. I can't wait to continue this journey. Cheers to the next 100 episodes. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.